burning down Down by the riverside Down by the riverside Down by the riverside I'm gonna lay my burden down Yo, microphone check, one, two, one, two Yeah, man How you guys doing, ladies and gentlemen? Nice, nice, nice to have you guys back in the mix Me, myself, and I included Everything's cool up in this motherfucker, just getting over a little bit of sickness. I don't know what the fuck I had, a flu, cold, I didn't even go to the restroom. <laughs> the restroom, yeah, the doctors. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat there, cocksucker, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 shout outs, man, shout out to Chinguin out there, you know what I'm saying? Hit me up on Snapchat every motherfucking day. Instagram, shout outs to Toxic Allen, that's right, and Cro-Mega. Yeah, man. Hope you guys are doing well out there. This just in. Boom. Happy St. Patrick's Day. That's right. El Dia de San Patricio. Everybody talks about, you know, St. Patty's Day. But what's the end result? You're going to get drunk. Or worse yet, ladies, pregnant. So you better wake up with your pants on. That's what I told all you ladies out here. <laughs> oh, my God. St. Patrick, Bishop of Armagh. Patron saint of Ireland. Yes, Ireland. That's right. Patrick was born in uh, Benaventa, Bernay, Britain in 390 AD. That's right. After death, the son of Calpornius, a church deacon, and the grandson of Potitas, a priest, there being no restriction on marriage by priests in those early years of the Christian faith. Oh my God, I think this is after the Reformation of before. <laughs> His Latin name, Patricius, meant the patrician class. And his family was uh, of uh, the land-owning land aristocracy. Uh, Patrick's early life was spent enjoying the country life and studying Latin and other subjects. What a saint, you know what I'm saying? A saint in society and a saint in the classroom. Oh, where out thou, Saint Patty? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what the fuck? I fucking sound like an old uh, radio host from the 40s, you know? Right before World War II, you know? Oh, here flubbing my tongue against my palate. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. Uh, as a teenager, uh, St. Patrick, uh, Patrick was, uh, he was kidnapped by pirates. Hey, this movie's rated R. R. Oh, give it up, you fucking heck. And uh, sold into slavery in uh, Ireland. So he wasn't even from Ireland, this guy. He was from Britain. Wow. Thank you for the education, right? <laughs> yeah, dude, he was sold into slavery. Um where he spent six years tending flocks of sheep. That's right, six years, you know what I'm saying? Four scores and seven years ago, not even close. Patrick was deeply affected by the cruelty and suffering he both experienced and witnessed, and eventually escaped captivity and returned home to Britain. Now that, my friend, is a Navy SEAL. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, he resumed. He over there. Come on, flubbing lines. You're a professional here. He resumed uh, his studies and was ordained into priesthood. Um, while uh, sound like the singer of uh, Iron Maiden, huh? Oh, you take my life and I take yours too. You get sick and you get the flu. Oh, 
Come on, Dave Murray, hit me with the guitar. Oh. Yeah, dude, I'm going to sing in the band and shit. I'm like Martin Moreno, eh? All I wanted to do was be in the band, eh? <laughs> yeah, but you got a band-aid on your toe, you know? <laughs> ah, you're full of laughs here, Rodrigo. Oh, Rodrigo. Yeah, so he's uh, uh, ordained into priesthood, uh, St. Patty. And uh, while uh, praying for uh, direction in his life, Patrick received his calling in a dream and later wrote, I seem to hear the voice of the Irish. Why St. Patrick sound like an old Jew? I don't know. The voice of the same men who lived beside the forest of the Falkholt, which near lies the western sea where the sun sets. Patrick then returned to Ireland to spread the Christian gospel and was made a bishop. Is that a rook? <laughs> he preached in areas and had uh, not known previously any missionary work, um, had not uh, previously known any missionary work, and he had many converts, including the sons and daughters of Irish kings. Blessed you are, my liege. And by many of his earliest followers and converts were female slaves. Were they sex slaves? <laughs> you creep, shut up. I'm right. <laughs> As a minister uh, among fiercely pagan tribes and uh, bands, uh, Patrick experienced enormous difficulties, including threats, kidnapping. I thought he got kidnapped already, huh? <laughs> Robbery and other violence. Domestic violence. <laughs> How do you tell a... Uh, uh, what do you tell a girl with two black eyes, huh, bro? Uh-huh. You can't. You already told her twice. Bada bingo! Hey! There you go for the stock jokes, right? Oh my god, are those two black eyes there, pretty girl? Yeah, they're Irish sunglasses. <laughs> <coughs> Bong hits! Oh my god. <laughs> As a minister among uh, fiercely pagan tribes and uh, bands, Patrick experienced enormous difficulties, including threats and kidnappings, robbery, and other violence. You stupid fuck. You've already read that sentence. But you know I got those weird kind of minds where, you know, I got to read things twice, freaking really sink in, so I can start comparing and contrasting as they do in history class, right? <laughs> I never said I was smart. <laughs> or like that scene in The Godfather, huh? Godfather Part 2. <laughs> That's the way Pop wanted it. How about me, Michael? I'm, you're my kid brother. I'm smart. <laughs> His letter to the soldiers of, uh, soldiers of Coroticus. Coroticus is <laughs> sought to be the earliest known document to argue against the widespread practice of slavery. Practice of slavery. What's going on here, you fucking stuttering, you stuttering prick, you? Yeah, dance the fucking drink over here. <laughs> oh my God, you're full of laughter today. Yeah, I'm gonna drink my green beer. <laughs> I don't drink beer with dye in it. I, I can't even taste it. Your organs can. <laughs> oh, I'm so East Coast today, huh? Over here in the Pacific Northwest, you know? Uh, late in life, Patrick wrote his uh, confession, the oldest copy of which is contained in the Book of Armagh, now housed in the same Trinity College library in Dublin that contains the ancient Book of Kells. More than 15 centuries later, Patrick, humble and concise description of his life and times, serves as an inspiration to many 
his followers around the world. He wrote, it seems I have become something of a celebrity in recent years, way before the internet and Instagram. By God's will, even though not the sort of person you should attract much attention, St. Patrick is today among the most popular saints in Christendom. Celebrations marking St. Patrick's death on March 17th, 460 AD, he lived the good life, St. Patty, have become an opportunity for people around the world to trace their ancestry to Ireland to celebrate his life and their own Irish heritage in song, dance, parades, and in the moderate consumption of traditional Irish food and beverages. They don't want you to get fat or drunk. <laughs> the end. <laughs> there you have it, man. The history of St. Patrick's Day, bro. You know what I'm saying? You can always learn a little something from Rodrigo. You know what I'm saying? It's always like, uh, like, uh, 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 you know, history in a nutshell with Rodrigo. I used to work with this fucking uh, old ass man. What was his name at a air conditioning shop? Gus. How you doing, Rodrigo? And I have this one, uh, you know when people fuck up your name, but you don't say shit, huh? Yeah, all right, motherfucker, you're 80. You'll be dead soon. Tell God I said hi. And I had another uh, professor at uh, Riverside Community College. You went to community college? Yes, I did, sir. Uh, his name was uh, Mr. Uh, Yoshino, or Dr. Yoshino. Oh, I, I, I'm just going to call you Tories, okay? <laughs> Let Tories have the floor. Let them answer that, okay? Tories. My name is Torres Buton. But as a good Catholic, I never raised my voice in that class. I was lucky to be there, too. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so let's give a credible source uh, for that little uh, rendition of, uh, of a history of St. Patrick's Day right there to the smokes, the spokesman, the spokesman review. It's a newspaper here in uh, Spokane, Washington, um, a fine outlet of uh, journalistic integrity in the Pacific Northwest, you know. How we doing, ladies and gentlemen? Are we doing all right or what? Shows. I got shows in different area codes. Shows. Shows. <laughs> I'm feeling a little yipper, chipper, chipper, huh? Right? Is that how you say it? Is that how you say it? I don't know, man. I'm stoned. Sorry, bro. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But yeah, man. Shows. At the Spokane Comedy Club, uh, this will go up a little shortly, so I don't know if you'll make it, but we will be there Friday, 317, 8 p.m. That's tonight. Uh, tomorrow, Saturday, two shows, 318, 8 p.m. and 1030. So please come out. You can get your stick. You can get your stickers, your tickets at a www.spokanecomedyclub.com. Spokane Comedy Club spelled S-P-O-K-A-N-E-C-O-M-E-D-Y-C-L-U-B. Dot com. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Get your tickets now. You know, please, don't worry. It's going to be a good show. Don't worry, there won't be no Armenian man unless he comes and sneaks in the show, gets in for free and yells, or heckles, or does all those good Armenian things, bro. It's going to be very hairy situation. <laughs> also, um, catch us, us, nosotros. We're going to be in... Um, uh, 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 El Paso coming up. That's right, man. El Paso. That's right. El Paso, Texas, man. We're going to be at Bart Reed's comic strip. That's right. Bart Reed's comic strip. 
Bart Reed's comic strip, yeah, in El Paso, Texas, and that's going to be Thursday 3-23 through Saturday 3-25. That's right. What is the month again? Please let us know. January, February, March, that's right, March 23rd through Saturday March 25th at El Paso, Texas at the world-famous comic strip. That's right, that's Bart Reed's uh, comic strip. I'll be there with myself, Felipe, headlining the show. And uh, Adam Murray, he'll be uh, the feature act at that show. Hey, man. That's right. So, yeah, man. I've been fucking just traveling the fuck out of the world, dog. The world. <laughs> this fool. The world. Uh, just traveling, dude. I've been rolling with Felipe to uh, a lot of those uh, shows that he's uh, opening up for Mike Epps. And uh, some more on that tour. And it's pretty much just been fucking creeping through uh, since Orlando, dude. Did Orlando February 3rd. Um, there was a date in uh, that I mentioned we did in Fresno. I got to get a guest spot on that show because Gary Owens canceled. God bless Gary Owens. You know, the luck of the Irish. <laughs> and uh, then we creeped to uh, Cincinnati, Ohio on the 4th of February. And these are just shows where we just like, you know, hit the plane. We go to LAX. We fly out to the destination. Take a Uber or a Lyft to, um, or usually a Lyft, to uh, the hotel. Chill out for a minute, shower the fuck up, wash the nutsack, creep the fuck out, go to the show, come back, smoke a number, and uh, go back to sleep and take off again, dude. So we've just been going, you know, just fucking flying, flying high again. Shout out to Ozzy. Stop biting bats. <laughs> and I don't even uh, know if I mentioned this on the little history uh, lesson I gave give you about San Antonio, Texas. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne didn't actually get a busted for pissing on the Alamo. He got busted for pissing on the monument in front of the Alamo. Yeah. <laughs> That's what uh, uh, Texas Ranger told us. Uh, and he's all, if we would have been pissing on the Alamo, we would have beat him half to death. Sure you would. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, uh, I don't got nothing else to say about that. You know what I'm saying? Never trust a man with a cowboy hat, <laughs> as they used to say in the old west. And yeah, man. So uh, February 10th, we were at the Duke Energy Center in Raleigh, North Carolina. That was an awesome show. And February 11th at the Verizon Theater in Dallas, Texas. That was a badass show because we got to kick it with Don DC Curry. That's what I'm saying. Smoking cigars and drinking scotch with a man of many attributes. Yeah, man, it was tight. And I hit him up. I'm like, what's up, dog? You like um, Johnny Walker Black just because it doesn't get no hangovers? No, I just like the way it tastes. <laughs> that was it. You know what I'm saying? Boom. Nipped it in the bud, right? And uh, February 14th, that was Valentine's Day. Hopefully, everybody had a good Valentine's Day. By the way, I don't know if you guys know that they've uh, banned Valentine's Day in Saudi Arabia and Pakistan. You can't say the word Valentine's Day, I think, is the whole thing. What do you mean you think? You think or you know? Hey, man, leave me alone. What the fuck? Do I expect myself to know everything? To be a fucking know-it-all? Don't you fucking hate that? People that are fucking just extreme know-it-alls, they gotta fucking know everything or be right on everything? Shut the fuck up, biatch! I'm just, you know, trying to acquire a little knowledge along the way, you know what I'm saying? Whether we end up wherever we wind up, you know what I mean? I just want to be... A man that knows a little bit to get around, you know? Go back. Sound like the Catskills Jew, you know? Uh, but yeah, uh, back to uh, Valentine's Day. Uh, yeah, it's banned, dude. It's fucking banned in some certain countries. And let me get my, uh, let me get my, uh, my, uh, my uh, source material here. Yeah, man. It is uh, banned. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's banned. How many times are you going to say banned, dipshit? 
It's illegal to say this is for Valentine's, is what it's illegal to say in uh, Saudi Arabia. And it has here in bold, a Saudi man buys roses out of Florida on Valentine's Day. So in the end, the traditional way of marriage is the golden way. About 70 to 80% of the cases, says uh, here on Tinder chat. <laughs> Some would-be couples still seeking romance, but discreetly. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to get here in this fucking point, but I wanted to make sure you guys fucking got something. Um, social rules are slowly relaxing. Okay, evolving. Uh, 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 what the fuck else? All right. All right, great. What the, whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? There you go, Saudi Arabia. A little bit of fucking... Uh, uh, knowledge for you guys if you ever go to Saudi Arabia and shit, you know, go over there to buy a sword or some shit. Who knows? Oh, here we go. Love carefully. Saudis flirt on despite a ban on Valentine's Day. That's right. Roses, balloons, teddy bears, trade hands on the down low. Men have to learn. And this is an article written by Margarita Stancati. That's right. That was uh. Uh, excuse me, on February 14th, it was a Wall Street Journal. It was on the front page, but towards the bottom. Very fucking cool article. Thank you very much, Margarita. Riyadh, I guess that's the area of Saudi Arabia she was writing from, or gathered her data, her information. Okay? Because it's the best uh, data you can ever gather. Okay? Uh, <laughs> a celebration named after the martyred Christian saint doesn't translate well in conservative kingdom that follows an austere interpretation of Sunni Islam. Religious police prowl for the sale of items items associated with the holiday, which is banned here despite its secular makeover in the West over the centuries. Love for love you forever on the wooden hearts, but avoid the V word. Okay, so you can't say love, you just can't say Valentine's Day. We respect the rules here, says the shop's owner, Chief Woodcarver. Oh, yeah, they word cup, word carving gifts. Jesus, right? Only a fraction, fraction. Yeah, give it up for the frackers in Texas. Only a fraction of the population knows much about the holiday. All right, enough on that, right? Let's move on. It's a little fucking nugget I saved for you guys I forgot to talk about. But as they say, as Arsenio used to say, let's get busy. Yeah, man. Fuck. What else is going on? Okay. I hope everything. Okay. 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 Oh my God. Dun 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 dun. All right. So yeah, man. So those are the shows. What else is fucking cracking? I had some more things for you guys. Oh yeah. I'm gonna get a show cracking in Riverside. It's gonna be a weekly show on Wednesday. We don't have a title for it yet. Uh, still. Uh, I think the opening date is gonna be April 5th. I don't know yet. We're gonna make it. It's gonna call the Joke House live at Romano's. So as soon as I get those uh, those details hashed out, I'll post it up on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Snapchat. And if you don't follow me on any of those outlets, please check me out. It's at Rodrigo Torres Jr. R O D R I G O T O R R E S J R J R. Yeah, like the TV show Dallas back in the day. <coughs> Excuse me, I almost lost my voice. Uh, so yeah, man, look forward for that, and it'll be cool. I'll be hosting the show. You know what I'm saying? Another place to work out material. A home, per se. You know what I mean? Um, everything's cool. There's no What's Up Full podcast. Uh, crazy schedules of travel. We're up here in Spokane, Washington. And I was going to go ahead after I give you this little uh, quick little uh, podcast on the road again. On the road again. Don't you guys love that little fucking uh, song by... Uh, by uh, Willie Nelson, On the Road Again. It's an awesome song. 
And uh, we're on the road again, man. So uh, I just want to fucking say hello to you guys. Um, I have a couple guests lined up, but my fucking dates with being at home, I'm going to only be at home. What is going to be Monday and Tuesday, and then we take off to El Paso. The show start Thursday of next week. We've just been fucking just going, dude. Just going. Non-motherfucking stop, I see. Yeah, man. And uh, I'm loving it, dude. I've been on the road since I was 15, dude. What the fuck can I say, dude? Been on the road since I was 15 with the Voodoo Glow Skulls band. And I've been in this area in Spokane back in 98. You can tell it's a long time ago. I've been on the road since I was 15. And since I've been working at a record store. I know some fool asked me uh, on uh, Instagram, give us a podcast of the life before yeah, man. <laughs> there it is, right? That's a little bit of it, you know. But we'll get to it one day. Yeah, on the road again. Just can't wait, and we're here. With my friends. Road again. Yeah, come on. That's a badass song. Willie Nelson's a bad motherfucker, dog. Still, still touring, tours with his family and shit. And he actually wrote the song that uh, Patsy Cline made famous. Crazy. Yeah, man. That's right. And also, ladies and gentlemen, please subscribe to the Yeah Man podcast. Sub- subscribe through uh, iTunes, SoundCloud. And uh, iTunes, that's where they, if you leave a, um, a little, uh, a little, um, if you leave a little massage, a message, um, and, you know, it helps with the ratings. You know, I climbed all the way to number, what was it? 148, dude, on the comedy podcast. The last one I did with Darren Carter. Thank you guys very much for all that. You guys are beautiful for that shit. Seriously, on the real, I do uh, I do uh, appreciate that. So, uh, thank you very much for doing that shit on the real. Let's keep this fucking show moving. Also, um, yeah, dude, so we did uh, Chicago, Illinois on Valentine's Day. Um, I went roll with Felipe. He opened up for uh, Mike Epps on that uh, on that. Uh, what is it? What's the tour called? Uh, Last Festival, I believe. Let me get my pass. That way I can fucking be uh, true on that shit. Dude, what the fuck is it called? I'll be giving this Festival of Laughs. That's what it's called. Yeah. Made me walk across a hotel room. And uh, it was badass, dude. But again, we're in and we're out. And uh, did that show. What else? Um, oh, and then last weekend, March 11th, at the Sun Dome in Tampa, Florida. So yeah, man. And... Um, yeah, that's it, man. Just fucking uh, rolling. Keeping this fucking shit rolling. So uh, there's going to be, um, on this uh, podcast, I'm going to give you guys a, a, a little mini airport podcast. It was our okay at LAX before we took off to, uh, uh, <coughs> excuse me, goddamn, dude. No more smoking blunts, dog, which um, which uh, recorded before we were taking off to Tampa on the way to Tampa. And then they, I was going to do some between the layovers. We had a layover in Dallas, I believe. But sometimes, it's, you know, you got to take out the fucking microphone. People are looking at you like a freak. But I do feel that I owe you guys some shit, so I got to fucking put it out there, dude. Like Pablo says, they put it out there in the city. <laughs> so, yeah, man, that was cool. I'm giving this one. So the other one's going to be the LAX airport talking a little bit of shit. I think Felipe's on the, the little bit of it. And then... um. I gave you guys a history of St. Paddy's right now, and then I'm going to give you guys another little uh, 
little clip of a driver that uh, drove us from the Spokane airport to uh, the hotel here. And he tells us a little story of Spokane, you know. And also, Bing Crosby is from uh, Spokane, Washington. Raised here, but not born here. Right here is a little boy. And um, yeah, <laughs> I was still doing with those fucking voices, dude. Yeah, the man of many voices, Rodrigo. So thank you very much for listening, man. Fucking uh, check out the tune after um, after the uh, those two parts, the uh, LAX airport part and the driver dropping some knowledge on Spokane, Washington. And uh, that's about it, man. Uh, let's keep making uh, America great. You know what I'm saying? It was never, it never needed to be great. It has always been fucking great since uh, George Washington sailed across the Roanoke River with his big old burly chest. You know. Since we kicked the British the fuck out of here, right? Here comes the Redcoats. Screw with the Redcoats, right? It's always like an American, like, dice. Like the dice man, right? Bring the Redcoat over here and I'll smack the shit out of him, right? A gauge. Hell yeah. Thank you guys very much for listening. Hit me up on the internet. Don't be afraid. And let's keep this motherfucker rolling. All right. Peace out, everybody. Be smooth. Now for a little mini cast at the airport. Yeah, man. What up, ladies and gentlemen? Hope all are well. Yes, yes, coming to you live from uh, the Los Angeles International Airport, LAX. Right here, super freak status. Had to get up early in the morning at 4 a.m. Man, for this one, we had a we had to get up early, super early, to catch this flight. To Tampa. So yeah, dude, I'm coming at you guys live and shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Podcast in full effect. Got the posse in the effect and the cooling deuce. Dude, I gotta think of PK, the homie PK, comedian PK, um, for uh, the lapel mic. That's right. The lapel microphone. Sorry that shit bottomed out last week, man. I should, uh, sorry about that shit, man. I guess I didn't have it turned up all the way high, and then when I yelled and did those uh, Dice Man voices, it came out like, oh, <coughs> hit the bottom end, bro. Sorry about that. You guys deserve better. But yeah, PK got me this lapel mic, man. PK. He's a comedian. Uh, he uh, also has a podcast called Binche Kimchi. He's hip. He does uh, comedy uh, at the uh, Laugh Factory, All-Star Comedy, every Friday night. They're at the... Uh, Laugh Factory in Hollywood But yeah, if you guys uh, remember uh, The PK Ripper If you guys remember that bike back in the day uh, If everybody was in a, If everybody, huh if, oh, if only everybody was in the BMX uh, There was a cool ass bike Called the PK Ripper But it used to crack a lot it Fucking, I don't know, it just had the designs With the tubing in the middle of the frame It caused it to crack If you landed too harshly From a, from a double-double, bro I personally never had the PK Ripper or a Redline or Redline three-piece cranks. I ended up getting a GT, man. A hot pink GT and shit. I thought it was the baddest bike on the fucking planet. And some people thought, dude, that's a fag bike, bro. Fucking fag bike. I was like, fuck that. This bike's fucking rad. Just like the movie, bro. You guys remember the movie Rad, huh? Oh, it was a kid of the 80s. And the, probably the baddest part of the movie is the beginning when it showed all the pros doing all those tricks and shit. Like Eddie Fiola, he was a badass freestyler. 
on his, I think he was a team dyno, right? Uh, one of the coolest uh, things of uh, BMX, one of my uh, reminiscences, reminiscing, was uh, Hollywood Mike Miranda. He was from Riverside. He used to, he was on the Hutch team. You guys remember Hutch? I remember he came out to Jones Track in Riverside back in the day. He came out to drive some balls. Yeah, he didn't even get on a, on his bike or anything like that. He had a little hatchback, one of those old school Honda ones. He pulled out his bag with his uh, with his irons and put a couple of, put a couple of golf balls out there and just fucking whacked them on Jones Track. If anybody's from Riverside, California, like uh, late '80s, early '90s, very early '90s. Uh, there was a place called Jones Track on the corner of Arlington and Jones. Now it's like, uh, I don't know, Gomez Tires or some shit. Um, there's a, uh, an ice cream um, wholesale place. But yeah, right behind there, there was a, a dirt field. And some dudes went back there and just started like moving dirt and creating uh, jumps and shit. I don't think it was ever official. Like It was like, you know, the uh, American Bicycle Association, the ABA came out there and uh, sanctioned it or oh sanctioned check you out uh, uh, got it together and like made it official and the only one that was official was uh, Cole Canyon over there by uh, on the outskirts of Corona on the way to the OC bro on the way to Yorba Linda uh, so yeah dude if you guys remember BMX and it was super cool man back in the days what's up oh real quick that I remembered I have uh, my little uh my notes, my uh, yeah man podcast notes. I be taking notes now, man. Um, over here, fighting this fucking cold, man. It's pretty much on the outs, but nevertheless, let's move on. Um, I've been watching that uh, a day late and a dollar short. You barely watching that TV show? Yeah, man, I'm barely watching it. The um, that show, uh, the OJ show. What is it? American Crime Story or some shit? What was it called? Let me look at it real fast. Let me look at it. Let me go on my trusty handheld device here. Um, and uh, give you guys a correct title. Let me tell you, man. I haven't been jerking off on a show like this for a while. The People versus O.J. Simpson. Yeah, dude. Um, what is it? Uh, American Crime Story. Dude, I watched all. I binge watched that shit. I watched all the episodes. And I totally, like, forgot, like, what impact the, uh, well, give it up for that fucking chair, the uh, OJ trial had. It was fucking crazy. If the glove don't fit, you must have quit. But, uh, yeah, dude, I've been uh, just on this show, man. It's fucking awesome. And uh, I think all the people got, like, casted uh, properly. The only one that was kind of weird, I thought he uh, hit the character good, was uh, Cuba Good Jr., other than that, it was fucking cool. It's funny, man. I'm walking around here fucking doing this little potty cast. And um, all these people are looking at me like a fucking freak. What's this guy doing? Talking to somebody or what? Um, but uh, anyhow, uh, back to the lecture at hand. Perfection is perfection, and you best not understand. Uh, yeah, that uh, uh, the people versus OJ Simpson. But anyhow, uh, it was pretty awesome, man, because. Uh, it was just a badass show, and it's like from the beginning it was just so good. And even though that uh, Cuba Gooden Jr. didn't look like OJ, um, he sure did play the character good though. But everybody was good, dude. Johnny Cochran was good. What's his name? Kills it at Shapiro. 
fucking uh, John Travolta. That's right. Don't catch that guy in a massage parlor with his pants down. Who said that? Take that back. Scientology's gonna come after you. Take that back. Um, yeah, it was awesome, dude. I went to the f- uh, homeboy from, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say Family Matters, but the Cosby Show. Uh, damn, what's Malcolm Jamal Warner, man, at AC Cowling. He came in a full effect. Uh, who else was real good? Oh, the dude that played Johnny Cochran, dude. Oh my God. So good. And that's what, uh, that's the point that's gonna be made right now is with Johnny Cochran. Uh, one thing about uh, everybody doesn't know about Johnny Cochran, and I don't think I, I don't know if I mentioned it on a on a podcast before. Is it Coco's podcast or even the What's Up Fool podcast? Or I think Leah Science podcast, but I'm not sure. But I'm gonna mention it. I don't think I mentioned it on the Yeah Man podcast. But if I did, please forgive me. And uh, Johnny Cochran, before he was that great defense attorney, Johnny Cochran was a uh, a prosecutor. He was assistant deputy district attorney for L.A. County. And back in the day, uh, if you guys remember a comedian named Lenny Bruce. Lenny Bruce, also known as uh, Leonard Schneider, his Hebrew name. Uh, he was uh, at the Troubadour doing his act. And this was back in the day when dude, you couldn't even cuss as a comedian or as a performer. And he was on stage. And the ex-sheriff, the guy before, Lee Baca, the guy that's on trial right now, <laughs> gonna get your old ass for 20 years, Lee Baca. Um, thank you, brother. There you go. Yeah, man. Um, so, homeboy's on stage, doing his bullshit. Dick, doing his bullshit. It's Lenny Bruce. None of what Lenny did was bullshit, right? And uh, Sher- Sheriff uh, Sherman Block, a deputy at the time, saw that fool's act and I don't know if he had the decency over here trying to enforce an indecency uh, law had the decency to wait for homeboy to be done with his act and then uh, arrest him him and a fellow deputy but damn dude what a punk huh (laughs) but if it wasn't for that you wouldn't be hearing this it's hilarious though because it's just like uh, I remember back when uh, Texas Hold'em was hot and everybody was playing Texas Hold'em like 10 years ago um, some uh, police departments were sending in um, cops to crash parties and infiltrate and bust people. Fuck, give me a fucking break with that bullshit. But anyhow, uh, so Sherman Block uh, arrests Lenny Bruce, and guess who prosecutes him? That's right, none other than the shining brother, Johnny Cochran. Yeah, man. So, yeah, dude, that's the story of Johnny Cochran right here. So, yeah, man, coming from you live at the LAXL port. Yeah, give me a second, dude. Denver? Yeah, Denver first. At 605? No, it's 535. No, I leave it at 605. Oh, now they changed it? Hang on. No, flight leaves at 605. Yeah, board's at 535. Yeah, you're right. 12A. What gate? 12A? Right here. Oh, shit. Wait. So yeah, man. The Jody is over there, dog. <laughs> the first time I've been here at four in the fucking morning, man. Getting ready for St. Patty's Day. 
the 17th. God damn, dude. I'm going to fall asleep. Alright, guys. May I have your attention, please? All travelers, if any unknown person attempts uh, to use any item, including luggage to transport on your flight, do not accept it. I'll hit you guys up with another one. We'll get to them, but. Uh, I don't think I've ever flown out of this one, dude. <laughs> uh. Looks like one of the the the, the pen guy from Penn and Teller, no? Like a church group or some shit? Huh? Like a church group? Probably. Hey man, you're flying in from somewhere to Ali right now. Probably more tired than us, huh? Dude. You gotta start your day now. Everybody's all up. This guy over here catching his morning read. Look at the papers, the papers. New Mexico. Where do you find that shit out at? I used to follow these two strippers from <laughs> in a relationship, spoken for it. Is it known for is, is Albuquerque known for bomb ass strip clubs? That one dude that was running for pre president, um, Gary Johnson, was a he ran as an independent, but he was a Republican. Um, Governor right there for uh, New Mexico. But he was like super cool though. He was like all for healthcare and all that shit. A rational one, I should say, right? But he kind of messed up during like uh, the campaign. It's kind of like uh, he was an advocate for mar marijuana now, but he was uh, saying a bunch of dumbass shit and not knowing the answer to like kind of not base so much basic shit, but. basic uh, foreign policy questions. So it's Scruffy over there, dog. She played that muffin with that like a wet poodle, dog. Oh my god. Dude, I don't think I've ever been to a bomb ass strip club where I was like, oh my god, dude, like, you know, like when guys go there and spend their whole check, like those ones, like, I don't think I've ever dropped more than 40 bucks at a strip club. And like, and at the end was like, man, I could use those 40 bucks for something else, dog. For bomb ass nachos or something. So, how are Luna getting engaged, bro? I thought he was a player, dog. Do you remember when I was over at the Mexican Grill? He's pointing at a girl that he'd been with. Like, dude, come on, man. This is way worth 500 pounds. Yeah, yeah. Just a. 
Attention on the Terminal Southwest Airlines is currently boarding flight 2641 services into Baltimore. You're in a position to report past week. Please make your immediate way to the Flight 264 services into Baltimore. Currently boarding out of gate 17B. Hey, we you know the recipe for the wings for Lafayette? Ah, dude. It's a good one, man. Wait, asking for What's happening? How you doing? Denver and then to Tampa. Yeah. Got a little layover over there. Uh, I think the bush huh? Yeah. Nice. We'll be back tomorrow after Oh, that is a quick one. Yeah, quick turnover. On the plane. Good morning, folks. Attention here in the gate area number 12A yeah. from Denver. Stick to the itinerary. Folks, we will begin boarding this flight momentarily. Just a quick reminder please ensure that all cars and strollers and medical assistance are in wheelchairs and walkers are gate checked prior to boarding the aircraft. If you do have these items and have not yet gate checked us, please check in with customer representative at gate number 12 so we may tag those items to be in charge to your final destination. Also, folks, this flight is in a possible oversell situation, which means that I have more passengers. Some more hosting, right? Sometimes. Two volunteers to go later this morning, 845. Last in Dallas is where we stayed the most, right? When we're talking to DC Curry. Approximately noon. That would be a $300 travel voucher plus the face value of your one-way ticket. If I do have anybody with flexible travel plans interested in this, please the agent gate 12A for more information. And what's up with those vouchers? Is it a pretty good deal to get those, or are you kind of like just wasting a day? No. Yeah? So you get 300 plus the flight, you just have to wait. Oh damn! Here, go get mugged in the streets of Los Angeles. All right, guys. Hit you back when I get to Denver for the second time. All right, yeah, man. Park down there. They're renovating it right now, but that was the site of the '74 World's Fair. What's it called? Riverfront Park. Tell us more about Bing Crosby. Well, Bing Crosby, his real name was Harry Lillis Crosby. And when they knew he was going to be somebody, they brought him in and did an extensive interview on because, as you probably know, everybody that's in the entertainment field, basically, they always change your name. Yeah. Right. So they asked him, they said, what did you like to do when you were young? And he mentioned some stuff. He'd go to music stores, and he there was other places he wanted to do. But the big thing that hit these folks that interviewed him said, "I used to like to go up to to a, uh, a, a it was Green Bluff Orchards, which is ten miles north of Spokane." And he said, "I'd like I used to like to pick Washington State apples and of course Bing cherries." And this is the true story on this. 
anyway, the Bing thing, they said, we're going to use your last name, and the Bing thing worked. And that's how he got his, his nickname, his stage name, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, he died. He died on a golf course. He was about 75 years old. His son, Gary, looked like an inflated Bing Crosby. He was heavier. But he, he looked so much like him. And do you remember One Adam 12? You remember yeah. any of those? He was in that series, and he did a lot of stuff with Elvis Presley. He did a lot of good stuff with Elvis Presley. But uh, I did some work for him years back when I was in Las Vegas. But a uh, nice guy, real nice guy. But he passed on. My God, I think he was only 60 years old when he died. He died of heart trouble, too, just like his dad. But my grandma said he died of fatness. What well, did you do in um, Las Vegas? Well, I did a... I, I actually worked for an outfit down there. Uh, you'll laugh at this. A liquor, beer, and wine distributor. Delivering the stuff. Driving truck, tractor, trailer. I did that for 32 years. Wow. I grew up here. I came back to town. And I've been back now for 13 years. And I've been doing this for almost 13 years. I worked for the Historic Hotel for for quite a few years. Now I'm an old guy working for a new hotel. So <laughs> I'm still working. So what the heck? Carrying on with the Bing. The Binger. Yeah, what a what an entertainer. I'll tell well, you that uh, yeah, that White Christmas is something. Yeah, he is. He actually oh, that's was. enormous. Yeah, if you get a chance, though, uh, if you go over to the old hotel, there's a lot of stuff about Bing Crosby. Oh, yeah? mm -hmm. How far is it from the new one? Oh, about seven blocks, and oh. we could we could get you over there on a heartbeat. So we're in good shape. You guys get settled in. We're gonna take good care of you. Now, where are you performing now? Oh yeah, you'll like that. I'll show you exactly where that's at. It's new, right? It is new, and a lot of the folks that I've driven, a lot of the entertainers, they love the place has a nice feel to it. This this view is Spokane. This is we're going down roughly. This is about a 900 foot drop here. But this this front view of Spokane is in many many travel magazines and websites throughout the United States and the world and you got a very nice clear afternoon to observe this. Just check this out, guys. Perfect for cinema talk. Isn't that pretty? Oh, wow. Isn't that pretty going yeah, down there? It is. Yeah. And it's kind of funny. Uh, it's gorgeous. At the airport, the airport's about 3,275 feet. In town, it's about 2,740. And sometimes there'll be snowing in downtown or vice versa. But the weather is never the same. Really? It's always a couple degrees colder out at the airport. That elevation drop? Uh-huh. So we're dropping down. Now, if you look over here, that's Mount Spokane. You can see some snow up there. And Spokane is actually a carved out valley. And it goes all the way through. It's just a long chute. And it actually goes into the valley. We're only 16 miles from the Idaho border, which is Post Falls. And if you drive another 16 more miles, you're in beautiful Coeur d'Alene. That's gorgeous over there. Celebrities that ever uh, have uh, any ill disregard for? 
<laughs> I, I try everybody that gets in my car is a VIP. Everybody. <laughs> And God bless some of them. Some of them you want out of the car a little quicker. That's all. I, that's the only thing I'm gonna tell you. That's about all I can say. You ain't getting any information out of this guy. <laughs> but I'll tell you, Tony Bennett's a gem. My God, what a great guy. Is he a little guy? He's not real big, but he's out, he's he's uh, hunched over a little bit. But God bless his heart, he's 90 years old, but he looks good. He's yeah. He's I've a never good guy. really. He's seen him or anything? Um, Amy Winehouse did a duet with him. And uh -huh. I seen her, seen him on a, uh -huh. her documentary. That's why. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a heck. He's a funny man. guy. He's he's really a good guy. He got me laughing so hard. He, uh, uh, this last time I drove him, um, I had to take him over to the for a sound check for his voice. I took him a bunch of other places, but. He said to me, he says, you know, Steve, he says, I got that place sold out across the street. He says, I'm almost 90. And I said, well, you, you look great. Well, his manager's sitting in the back of the car. His manager's like 75. And he said, he said, uh, I said to him, I said, you really look good for your age. He says, Steve, Steve, how old are you? I said, I'm 67. And he said, you're nothing but a kid, Steve. You're nothing but a kid. <laughs> but he's funny. He's a good... He paints, too. And when he was here, security... And he uses his, his real Italian name, which is a big, long Italian name. And... Berlusconi. Something like that. I'm not sure. But anyway, security put a whole uh, load of chairs up there. And I asked him, I took him to, a, to the park over here and a couple other places, and he's looking for stuff to paint. And I asked him, I said, well, what'd you figure out? He says, well, I'm going up there in the morning, and I'm paint, painting the skyline of Spokane. And I think it probably, he probably got it done while he was here. But uh, he's, he has a bunch of paintings online and stuff. But anyway, he just amazes me that he's still out and he can still perform. Right over there, guys, those big stacks, that used to be a steam plant. That, that was built in 1916. The steam plant? Right over there, you see that? Yeah. And that heated over 450 businesses and homes. True. The old hotel, the old hotel, when we get in the middle part of this intersection, just kind of look to your left and you'll see it. And that was built in 1914. And the city was going to tear the place down, and they renovated it. They reopened in September 2002. It's gorgeous inside. They don't build stuff like that anymore. And all this, all these hotels are owned by a husband and wife, believe it or not. Just kind of look over here, guys. See the old hotel with the flags? That's the tower over there. How far are we from Seattle? Uh, 278 miles. Yakima, two hours? Yakima, 145 out the door. But you got to be careful in a few of those cities. Speeding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being honest with you. Probably two hours. About two hours, yeah. Yeah. The troopers real sticklers? Some of them are. They're, they're more sticklers in the smaller communities. When you go through Wilbur... Davenport, Washington. Where did Rory Hill live? Uh, I can't think off the top of my head right now, but closer to Richland. Yes. 
Richland's about 40 minutes away, guys. Here's what I found. Little Walmart nearby? Three miles. It's quite a ways. It's up on Wellesley. Okay. Oh, the big difference. They were around this area. I had to say three and a half miles nearest Walmart. Is there, it was it say, does it say Wellesley? Nearest Walmart. Uh, what, what's the street? Do you see the street? Yeah, Wellesley. Wellesley, yeah. 14 yeah. Yeah. So you work for the hotel? Or I work for the hotel. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is an old saltine cracker plant, and there, and they, it was, Holy it was closed. Yeah, it was closed. Nabisco bought it, and a guy I know, he's actually building a bar in there. Oh, really? And where the cracker oven is, he's building the bar all the way around the. And here's, here's where you're going to be performing, young man. It's going to be right here. From left Comedy right. Club. Comedy Club. And that building was built in the 30s. Oh, wow. And I'm not sure. I think it was a store years ago. It was an old-fashioned grocery store years ago. But we got some great old buildings here. Uh, there's the hotel. Oh, where's the massage parlor? <laughs> <laughs> if you click on your... Your yeah. lovely phone, you'll find. So. Is it a good, a lot, good amount of restaurants walking distance? Or? There are. Uh huh. Cool. There are. Oh, no, some. Oh, I needed a couple of sunflower seeds. And what's the, as far as the marijuana goes, recreational out here? Yeah, it's recreational. Puff and walk. And if you guys need to get over there, you let us know. We'll let you know now. Well. <laughs> well, there's another guy coming in, and he. I've been at the hotel since 3.30 this morning. I'm leaving at 2. <laughs> Your eight-hour shift is over. No, I got like 10 hours today. We've been we've been short on help, but that's good. That's okay. But uh, if you need to get over there, I'm going to give you a card. And Luigi's. Luigi's. Tony Bennett ate Let's in there one night. Yeah. He's some good ghost. <laughs> You know, it's funny, the closest uh, marijuana store, it's it's located right next to a pizza parlor. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's pretty smart, is isn't it? How far is the closest one? Like it's, it's the one I'm talking about. It's it's up on Division. Called Bowl and Slice. <laughs> <laughs> so you know the reason I'm laughing? At Riverside Park, it's called the Bowl and Pitcher, and it's two huge boulders. And that's uh, kind of a famous spot when you said that. That is funny. Now, this is Riverfront Park, three blocks up, a block over. Which way to restaurants? Lots of restaurants. Those ones you just went by, we got great restaurants in here, table 13. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. What were you pointing at over there, three blocks away? That, that's yeah, that's ball? those ones I was talking about okay. over there, guys. Thank you very much. Oh, absolutely.
dance. 